okay, we are learning that God has a name for every one of us. And He has assigned that name because He knows us even before we were born. So that's why the Word of God says He knows us according to the name that He has given to us. But uh, uh, many of us, we do not know that name yet. And it's a journey for us to enter into the name that God has given to us, enter into our calling and our destiny. And one thing we are sure of is that the name that God has given to every one of us is far greater than what we can think or imagine. Uh, So God came to Abram and He said, Your name is not Abram, your name is Abraham. You know, you're not just an exalted father, but you are father's of nations. You know, that is far, far greater than what Abram can imagine. So in order for us to enter from Abram to Abraham, you know, it's a journey. And every one of us are on this journey. Why? Because we are sons and daughters. We are children of Abraham. The promises that God has given to Abraham is given to us. And in fact, the only way that the promise that God has given to Abraham can be fulfilled is through us. Because we are descendants of Abraham. And this covenant is made from generation to generation. You see, if it's stopped, if it's cut off, that promise is broken. Right? So we got to rise up to be sons and daughters of Abraham. Not in name, but in faith. Because it's only with the same faith that we are going to inherit what God has promised Abraham. So a lot of time, our faith are, well, we know spiritually we are sons and daughters of Abraham. But we have not really been been breaking through in our faith. And so even though theoretically, you know, we inherit the promises of Abraham, but in reality, we are not. Because we have not developed, grown our faith to that kind of level so that we can enter into His promise. So that's why it's so important that we get on this journey. Journey of faith. Breakthrough faith. In order for us to break through into the promise that God has given to our forefather, Abraham. Okay, this morning I'm going to uh, continue uh, to talk about the life of Abraham. So that we learn, so that we can see what what kinds of breakthrough faith that he has and what kinds of breakthrough faith we too will need to have. So we learn that uh, for Abraham, when God called him to leave his homeland, we talk about leaving behind our cultural uh, bondage, our cultural uh, mindset that that we have been uh, influenced by, you know, throughout our life. To break free from that, we've got to be uprooted. Otherwise, you know, we will find that that becomes a a hindrance, a bondage in our life that we cannot break free into what God has. In fact, even after leaving uh, his homeland and his people, he was still struggling. Later on, you will discover how he struggled in that sort of cultural bondage, you know, because he's already inside. So it takes takes a breakthrough uh, and a journey for us to... to, uh, enter into a new culture. And then we learn that Abraham broke through uh, in his faith in trusting God for provision. He was able to tie to God, give to God what God requires. 
You know, a lot of us, we're still struggling with that. You know, we can't tithe. We feel that we don't have enough. You see, unless we break through in that kind of faith, we are not going to break through into His blessing. Where God say, I'm going to bless you and bless you so much so that you become a, a, a blessing to the nations. Right? You know, Abraham broke through uh, in this uh, financial area in God's provision. And then in the area of protection, right? He was, uh, uh, he was hanging on to Lot, the younger man, the nephew, hoping Lot will be a strength, will be a protection in, in, in case he needs uh, help. But but God was not pleased with that because God has not called Lot into this covenant. And, and so uh, he has to break free uh, from, from that kind of a relationship. Otherwise, he's hindered. You know, he wants to move forward, but there's so much problem being created here so that he can really move forward and, and enter into all the blessing that God has for him. So this morning, we want to continue from here. That's where we left off the very last time we talked about the faith of Abraham. And I want to talk about some of the hindrances that, will, that was hindering Abraham in breakthrough into his faith. And, and this morning, we, we, we too are struggling in that kind of hindrances. Uh, Genesis, the story that, uh, about Abraham, we're going to read it again. Genesis 13, verse 14 to 18. Genesis 13, 14 to 18. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had parted from him, lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land of the land and for I am giving it to you. So Abraham moved his tents and went to live near the great trees of Mary at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. Okay, uh, just one or two little uh, nuggets of truth uh, that I just pass on to you. In verse 15, he said, All the land that you see, I will give to you. Okay, all the land that you see, I will give to you. So it's very important that when God speaks to us, we've got to be able to see it in our spirit. Even though we have not taken possession of it. You know, if you can't see in your spirit that this is what you have, this is what you become, you will never enter into it. For instance, God spoke to us that we are sons and daughters of Abraham and we inherit the blessing of Abraham. Can you see it in your spirit? Wow. God, this blessing is for me. This calling is for me. I am the sons of Abraham. Abraham. And, and, and I'm going to pursue you because this is a promise you have given to me. If you can't see you read it, you read it many times, you, you, you read it many times, you hear someone being preached. If you can't see in your spirit, you have not got it. It will not take place. Okay, so this morning, the very basic thing is, do you see who you are? Do you see yourself as sons and daughters of Abraham uh, having the same calling 
being passed down to you and you're going to inherit the blessing. Or you're just thinking, well, okay, that sounds good, but okay, right, okay. Because when you see it in your spirit, you will pursue after it. A lot of us, we don't see, we hear the word of God and that's why there's no action. We hear, oh, it's a good word, but it's gone tomorrow. That feeling is gone. You don't pursue that word. Abraham, when he hears the word, he begins to believe, he follows God. He takes action. Okay? So, that's what God spoke to Abraham. You've got to see. What you see is what you have. And then, God told him, the blessing. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. So, what kind of person Abraham has got to be in order to inherit this promise that his offspring well, will be like the sand on the seashore. And, and this morning, let me jump the gum. I, I want to tell you this very uh, provoking truth. You know, in order for Abraham to be the father of nations and father of all nations of the earth, what has he got to be in order for him to enter into that name? If his faith is just so little, if what he has done is so little, like many of our fathers, after two generations, everything is forgotten. True or not, this is fact of life. Then you cannot be father of nations. Because it's gone. After two generations, nobody remember you. You've got to have done something that is lasting through the generations in order to be father of nations. And today we're still talking about our father Abraham because he left behind something even up to today. But if what he has done is the normal thing, after two generations, you think about it. How much you know about your grandfather? How much you care about your grandfather? After some years. Oh, your father, maybe you remember a bit more. But after a while, you also... That was history. So in order for us to be father of nations, like Abraham, we too have got to do something because we're seeing how great is our God and we do little things. Something is wrong. Okay, so we got to rise up. We got to break out in our faith. We got to do something that will live behind when we are gone. Right? That will live behind for the generations to remember. That's how we can become father of nations. What kind of people got, have you got to be? Have I got to be in order to inherit the blessing? Of our fathers. You know, when God spoke to Abraham, Abraham at this time, when God spoke to him, he said, You go. You walk through the land. Wherever you go, wherever you step your foot on, that land is yours. What did Abraham do? You know, this blessing, he's just like us. This blessing is so good. It's so great. But, you know, how am I going to get all this land? So Abraham just 
uh, move his tent and shift it and pitch it in this place the Bible tells us called Mary. That's all he did. You know, the Bible did not record it because of the word of God. Abraham go around the land and say, this is my land, this is my land, this is my land. And standing foot on it, God, you say, this is my land, this is my land. The Bible didn't say that. Abraham just so, look at the English version, I like that. Uh, 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 so, verse 18, so Abraham moved his tent and went. At that time, Abraham, Abram has not broke through in his faith yet. He just listened to the word of God. That's okay. Well, that's great. That's good. Okay. Yeah, God, thank you. I moved my tent and then set an altar and say, thank you. God, I worship you. But God said, you go. You walk those land. Wherever your foot step on, that's yours. You know, it's just like God speaking to us a lot of times. Fantastic promises. We just hear, we just say, okay. God, okay. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Hallelujah. Amen. That's it. We haven't broken true in our faith. It's too good to be true at times. We just listen and then we did not take it in. No, it's only until later on. When his faith broke through, the word of God said it was accounted to him as righteousness. Remember? Even the New Testament said Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. But not this incident. Not at this time. His faith has not broken through. It's a journey. Yes, he has some breakthrough. He has some minor breakthrough. But he has not really reached a threshold where he has broken through into his name, Abraham. That is good news for you and I. Why? Because a lot of time we feel that, oh, I don't have Abraham, Abraham's faith. But you've got to understand, faith is a journey. You've got to take the initial step. And when you take those steps, your faith will con- you break through. But it's only a minor breakthrough. You still have to continue to pursue on until you reach a threshold where you have broken through and now you are Abraham. No longer Abram. Okay, so that's good news for us. Our father, Abraham, he didn't start off. We always thought, oh, he got great faith, father of faith. When he first start off, that's it. You know, he have tremendous faith. No. He has to grow his faith. He has to develop his faith. Through every circumstances, he broke through. He broke through. You know, until he became Abraham. So what, what are some hindrances that hinder Abraham? Remember the goal? What is the goal of his faith? The goal of his faith isn't to be rich. The goal of his faith is not even to have children. The goal of his faith is to be the father of nations. Father of uh, many nations, right? Throughout the earth, the nations are going to be blessed by him. That's the goal. The others are good. They're part of the goal, but that's not the goal. The goal is to be father of nations. Uh, he has to become the father of nations. And what are the hindrances? What was his hindrance that hindered him uh, to enter into this calling and this promise? Let's read it in uh, Genesis 15, verse 1 to verse 3. Genesis 15, 
verse 1 to verse 3. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. So you see, through this conversation, we can understand the concern, the mind that was in Abram. Right? He said to God, Oh, sovereign Lord, what can you give me? God, you're sovereign. You can do all things. But you didn't give me a son. You promised to give me a son. But you didn't give it to me. Because since I remain childless, God, that's your, that's your fault, right? Because you promised to do it, but you didn't do it. I'm still childless. Okay, uh, a lot of times, when we have, uh, we, when we think, we are very good at justifying ourselves. We are very good at defending ourselves. We can spiritualize things to make our wrong decision or our, our lack of faith like normal, like okay, you know. So this is what Abram is talking to God. How, how Abram is talking to God. But what Abram said now will tell us what was his concern. He said, and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. The one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer, his servant of Damascus. What was Abraham concerned about? He's concerned about his family. He's concerned about his estate. Who is going to inherit his estate? So his mindset is about his family. But what God has in mind is He is to be the Father of nations. So if you are to be a Father of nations and all you think about is your family, it doesn't tally. You're not going to enter into that. It's just like if I'm the, 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 chief, uh, the, the Prime Minister of Malaysia, all I think about is my family. You see how, how things didn't work out, right? So Abraham, in order for Abraham to enter into Abraham, his mindset has got to shift from just caring for his family into caring for nations. You know, because when he uh, uh, really see that, when he really grasp that, he'll be asking God instead and say, God, what you have spoken, when is it going to come? When are you going to fulfill what you promised? Rather than saying, God, you know, all that I have is this, you know, who is going to inherit my inheritance and so on. You see the difference? If you don't see, you don't get it. So if we want to be Abraham, our father of faith, inherit his inheritance and promises, our mind has to shift. Because so many of us, what we care about is our family. You know, who is going to inherit my inheritance? All is about us, our family, our family. That is one of the greatest hindrances for our faith to break through. 
Because all we focus about is the needs in the family, how we can bless our family, that's all. But have we ever think big? Because God has called us to the nations. So this is uh, the hindrance for Abraham to break through uh, in his faith. And another reason why we find it difficult to break through in our faith is we look for convenience. What is convenience? Okay, then we settle for that. Right? Let's read uh, Genesis 15. Let's continue. Verse 4. The word of the Lord, then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. Because we can't see how it's going to happen. And it's like impossible, even though God has spoken. And Abraham, clearly, you know, he knows what God has spoken. It's not that he doesn't know. It's not that he misunderstood what God says. God was so clear. Your descendants will be like the sand on the seashore. Your descendants, not someone else's descendants. But because it's, it's just like impossible how it can happen. So because of the difficulties, we settle for what is convenient. So Abraham tell God, my servant, Eliezer, he will inherit my estate. So how many times when we know what God has spoken, we know the promises of God, and as we move, we, we find that we have difficulties. We find that there are hindrances, there are problems so big that we... It's, it's, it's just so difficult to resolve because of those uh, opposition and hindrances. We settle for what is easy, what is convenient. My servant, Eliezer, he will inherit my inheritance. We know that's not the best, but we settle for, for what is not the best because it's convenient, it's easy. And let me say this, a lot of us, we're living in that kind of situation, that kind of state. We are living a life that is easy. But we know God demands more from us. We know God is challenging us to move forward, but we settle for what is easy. And the truth is, God rejected that kind of suggestion. God said, Eliezer will not inherit. I don't accept that. I don't accept that. Your son, the one who comes from you, will inherit, even though he's not here yet. But he will inherit, not Eliezer. I, I reject that kind of plan and that decision. So many of us were living in that kind of, you know, uh, not, not the best, but we settle for what's easy. We think God will accept. Because Why? We're so spiritual. God, you're sovereign. You didn't give me a son. That's your problem. That's your fault. You didn't, you know, I remain childless. What is, what, what can I do? But God reject that kind of proposal. And we got to understand that. So that's another hindrance that hinder us from breaking through. We choose what is convenient, we choose what is easy, and we spiritualize it. So that it seems so justified. And then the next thing that will hinder us from breaking through in our faith is the old cultural 
uh, uh, behavior or, or life, uh, the uh, uh, old culture thoughts pattern in our life. Remember, Abraham was uprooted. God asked him to shift. He, he did shift. But as I say, this kind of values, this kind of teaching is inside us. It doesn't just go away just because you move to somewhere else, right? Just, just like the people from China, when they go to another country, they carry their old culture there. It takes a long time for them to begin to learn and acquire the new culture. It may take generations. See? So Abraham is still struggling with the old culture uh, thing. That causes him not to be able to break through. Let's look at uh, Genesis 16, verse 1 to 3. Genesis 16, verse 1 to 3. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had bore him no children, but she had an Egyptian maidservant named Haggai. As she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my maidservant. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agree to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarai, his wife, took him, uh, took her Egyptian maidservant Haggai and gave her to her husband to be his wife. Okay, so 75 he left, now 10 years, he's 85 years old. Okay, and that was a culture at those days. When we read this, we thought, oh, that's awful, right? If, especially if your wife, you know, you propose to your husband, you know, I have no children, so here is my uh, kaka. You go and sleep with her, and then the children is mine. You think, oh, what is that kind of nonsense? But that was a culture. You understand? So there's nothing strange about Sarai's proposal because the servant is yours. You own her. Whatever she is, is yours. So it's all perfectly alright according to culture that she can help the master to give birth to children. So that's why I say Abraham, Abraham was still under those cultural uh, influence that God wants to, to, to pull him away from. You see the word of God say, Abraham agreed. Agreed. Because that was a culture. But God didn't say that. God said, out of your body, you, Sarai, will give birth to children. That was what God said. But when they see it's difficult, you know, the culture thing come in. And that's what we do. When we face struggle between our culture and what God said, we say, oh, you know, this is only culture. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. And, and we just follow it. Yeah, we can have all kinds of excuses. You know, Sarah put it, put it very spiritual. The Lord prevent me from having children. God never prevent her from having children. God is saying, my time is coming when you are ready. God didn't prevent her. This is how spiritual, how spiritual lies we can. You know, so that our excuses, our reason become nothing. Okay, so we have seen the different reasons that hinder Abraham from breaking through in his faith. Now we are going to look at the breakthrough moment. Remember? What is the end of his, the goal of his faith? Is to be the father of 
many nations. That's the end of, of his goal. Okay, so what kind of person does he got to be if he wants to fulfill that calling to be the father of nations? His mind cannot be thinking just for his family. He got to have a big vision for the nations in order to enter that kind of calling. Genesis 15 verse 5 and 6. Genesis 15 verse 5 and 6. God took Abram outside and said, Look up at the heavens and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. You see that phrase that was repeated in the New Testament? Abram believed God. It was credited to him as righteousness. That is this moment. What happened during this moment? Why was there such a difference? You know, he has been breaking through in faith. We, we learned that. But why is this moment so crucial? What was the, the difference? The difference this time is God took him out to look at the stars, look at the skies. No longer he was confined or to look at what is limited, but he begins to see the creation of God. He begins to see the whole world. When he looked into the skies. And at this time, something happened in his spirit. He believed that he is actually going to be the father of nations. And that's why it was credited to him as righteousness. He broke through. His mindset broke through. It's not just about family. It's just not about him having children. But rather, he see the whole world. He got an enlarged vision. So, if we want to break through into Abraham's, Abraham's blessing as sons and daughters of Abraham, we got to have an enlarged vision. Okay, not just caring about our family, but uh, we have an enlarged vision of what God is seeing, what God is saying. Look at uh, Genesis 17. Verse 5, another breakthrough moment. Okay, we talk about the last breakthrough moment when he was able to see what God sees and believe, and he, it was credited to him as righteousness. But now this is another crucial breakthrough moment. Genesis 17, verse 5. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I told you that the, the, the struggle in our mind, we don't just break through once and we think our problem is solved. You know, they come back again, we need to break it again, you know, until such time it's totally broken. And sometimes we pray, we pray, God, break those strongholds in our mindset. Have we not prayed 10 years ago? Have we not prayed 5 years ago? 5 weeks ago? We did. Why do we need to pray again? Because the evidence is we have not really broken through yet. Completely. We may have some breakthrough. Yeah? It's not that your life has not changed. Your life has changed somewhat. 
But you need to have another breakthrough. You need to have another breakthrough. And so that's why, you know, this is moving forward now. Abraham, Abraham has already believed and it was credited to him as righteousness. And now God appeared to him again. And say, hey, you are Abraham, you're not Abram. But there are still some struggle inside. Let's jump to verse 17. So when God spoke to him and said, I've made you fathers of many nations, you are Abraham. Abraham's response, look at verse 17. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Can you see the old problem recurring? Now you face some obstacle, the difficulties. 99 years old, how to have children? Sarah is 90, how to have children? You see, when you have face problem, you go for what is easy, you go for what is convenient. So Abraham said, if only Ishmael. Ishmael now, 85, 95, 100. Okay, now he's 14 years old. If only Ishmael, you know, is blessed. That means Abraham is saying, you know, settle for Ishmael to be, to, to, to be the one. That'll be okay. You see, God never accepts that. So God says, your name is not Abram. Your name is Abraham. You are father of many nations, right? You, you, you look at the, the, the tenses here in verse 5, 17 verse 5. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. So in God's eyes, He's already done deal. God knows what's going to happen. God knows Abraham is going to have the son. And God told Abraham, your name is no longer Abram. You're Abraham. So now you have to start confessing. You know, now you have to start to proclaim by faith what God says. So many of us, if we want to break through, because we find it so difficult and then we fall back, if, in, in order for, to help us to break through in our faith, we've got to keep proclaiming what God says. Regardless of how we feel, regardless of how we see, whether it's impossible or not, we've got to proclaim, God, I'm Abraham, I'm not Abram. Even before there's any sign of the child coming, he got to keep proclaiming. So that's how we help ourselves to break through in our mindset within us, right? Whatever it is against the Word of God, you just keep proclaiming. Proclaiming, right? Do not allow the enemies to come and accuse you and say, hypocrite. You know, you say, but you don't, uh, you are not. You know, we proclaim by faith. This is what God says, I proclaim by faith. I'm Abraham, right? So that's why we, I, I keep wanting to declare to you, we are a strong people. We are a holy nation. Are we there yet? Far from it. In fact, we're quite terrible. But we've got to keep proclaiming, keep declaring. Some of you, you know, I've been talking 10 years, 20 years, you still haven't got in yet. 
I pray that one day it will take place. But if I don't keep talking about it, it never will. But hopefully, as we keep proclaiming it, keep declaring it, the day will come, it just click. In your spirit, something takes place. That breakthrough moment comes. And then God asked Abraham, circumcise yourself, your household, everyone that belongs to you. That is a sign that you are a new nation. You are not like the surrounding nations. Now, circumcision is cutting off of the flesh, cutting off of the flesh life. That's what we learn in New Testament. So that we enter into a new life, a new nation. So God, is through the circumcision, is declaring to Abraham, you are a new nation. You are going to be a father of nations. And out of this nation, all the other nations are going to be blessed. Circumcised. No? So, so, what do we do? Our heart. We have to circumcise our heart and believe what God says and act upon it. Not just believe in the heart, but there is an actual cutting off. There's action. You know, there, there are pain. There are, you know, you've got to move forward. Obey the word of God. Do the word of God. Regardless of what your flesh is saying, in order to enter into your name, Abraham, father of nations. I think I've shared a lot already this morning. Just got a little bit left, but we're going to stop. So this morning, we, I hope you have learned something that we are children of Abraham. This promise that God has given to our Father is given to us. And for us to enter in, we need to have the same kind of faith. Right? In order to inherit the blessing. And in order for Abraham's promise to be fulfilled, it is fulfilled through us. So we are very very important and we've got to rise up and got to build our life so that our faith will continue to break through okay there are hindrances that will stop us from entering in the cultural influence are so strong you know our mind we really need to break through our hearts you know so many things that will work against us but we will not look for easy way don't look for easy way Keep holding on to the Word of God, whatever it takes, whatever the Word of God says. Don't settle for what we think is second best. Just because we have difficulties, just because we find it hard to believe. Keep holding on to what God says and proclaim, declare to ourselves. You know, and the other thing that we really need to break through is enlarge our vision. You cannot have that little peanut vision you know, that you have about yourself, your family, you know, what you need to enter into Abraham's blessing. You cannot. Right? You've got to enlarge your vision and see what God is seeing. What you see is what you will receive. So let's see. We are like Abraham 
we have that promises. Our vision, the, the influence that God wants us to have is so great. God wants us to influence the nation. God wants us to bless the nation. God wants to bless us so much. That's, that's, that's the blessing of Abraham in order for us to bless the nations. So you've got to see, you've got to believe it regardless of what you're going through now. But the thing is we need to develop, we need to build our life so that we can enter into. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just, you know, because you pray it will happen. No. You've got to act upon it. You've got to develop, you've got to build up your faith, build up your life, build up your vision, your mind, so that you can inherit what God says. Otherwise there will be so much hindrances. You know, we can declare, we can sing, we can shout, but it's not real. It doesn't happen in our life. Right? Remember, to be father of nations, we've got to do something that will leave a legacy for the generations to come. That's how we can be fathers of nations. Or else nobody remember you after you die. You know, some has already forgotten you before you die. You know, two generations down, who cares? But if we have left behind a legacy, we are father of nations. We bless the future nations, uh, generations. And that's what it takes for us to be father of nations. Okay? Uh, so if you see, there will be an action, there will be a reaction, response. You do things without people telling you. Sometimes I get really frustrated as a pastor, as if every little thing I have to point out, then people can see, then people will do it. I get very frustrated. You know, because you don't see. Even though you hear every week, you don't see. But when you see, there is a response. You don't need people to tell you. Nobody has ever taught me the way to do church, the way how I come to church. Nobody has taught me. But here, no matter how we say it, how we say it, there's no response. Because you don't see it, you don't get it. Right? But let's, let's rise up. Let's believe we are Abraham's children. All these promises are for us. We are to inherit it. So we've got to rise up. We've got to be different. We've got to be like our father, Abraham. Let's stand. Let's pray.